0: We're doing something different y'all book review we're doing a book review uh shout out to seneca Selle for letting me borrow this book right here the book is called living with a seal 31 days training with the toughest man on the planet now when this book first came out we didn't know who this seal was we now know that the seal was none other than david goggins who wrote the book can't hurt me and he is a navy seal and he is kind of insane. Uh, And this book makes him sound even more crazy. Jesse Itzler is an entrepreneur who is extremely good at making money, at staying productive. So good, in fact, that he hit a ceiling and felt like he was in a rut. Now, Jesse's worst day is probably not even my best day. That is how talented this guy jesse itzler is and so on the back here it says entrepreneur jesse itzler will try almost anything his life is about being bold and risky so when jesse felt himself drifting on autopilot he hired a rather unconventional trainer to live with him for a month an accomplished navy seal named david goggins widely considered to be the toughest man on the planet Living with the Seal is like a buddy movie if it starred the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and Rambo. Jesse is about as easygoing as you can get. Seal is not. Jesse and Seal's escapades soon produce a great friendship, and Jesse gains much more than muscle. At turns hilarious and inspiring, living with the Seal ultimately shows you the benefits of stepping out of your comfort zone. And so uh, Jesse, he's an ultra marathon runner. He's not like just a normal guy that invited a Navy seal in, like he's in the best shape of his life. And then he gets challenged by a Navy seal. If David Goggins came into my house, I wouldn't last an hour. (laughs) So in the back of this book are the workouts and they're all very basic. Miles run, push ups, -ups, pull-ups, sit-ups, burpees, jumping jacks, box jumps, flutter kicks. And fireman carries, not some crazy CrossFit Olympic lifting, powerlifting, bench press, you know, traditional weightlifting, none of that. Like, it's literally your body weight. He's testing the mind more than the body. He's testing the mind more than the body. You see, Jesse would get out of a meeting and he'd say, hey, you know, we got to do 100 burpees right now. And like, in front of all of his colleagues at work, he's doing 100 burpees. Like, this dude literally followed him around everywhere. Uh, and so it was more of a mental than a physical, but it reminded me that like, sometimes I get hung up on like the CrossFit workout of the day. And am I doing the right technique for this type of Olympic lift and etc. cetera? If that's holding me back, the toughest man on the planet sticks with body weight exercises and he's an absolute monster. And so I, I think I've lost sight of the basics and how effective they really are. And that book really dialed me back in to say, and I think that's true for life, right? The basics in life are there for a reason. They're a staple. We can't look past them. We have to get those right before we can ever move on. Sharpen the mental. So a lot of what Jesse and Seal did was they worked out in the cold New York winter. They even broke the ice with a big rock and jumped in the freezing ice water. Seal wasn't trying to physically break Jesse as much as he was trying to mentally toughen him up by being unpredictable and having him think outside the box and think about life differently and seeing life differently uh, by pointing out threats and how, you know, Jesse was a bit aloof, had no, Jesse had his guard down, he had no security. At the end of the day, he wasn't protecting himself or his family, and not many of us are. And Seal pointed that out, he was very unpredictable. Um, the workouts all centered around sharpening the mind versus physically trying to get a good workout in. It was just, it made me realize just how important sharpening the mind really is. Appreciate the easy times because of the hard times. So. Jesse would appreciate even 10 minutes sitting in his chair to take a nap because he was so caught off guard with seal and he was pushed to the absolute limits that even having a normal dinner felt like heaven on earth it all kind of comes back to you don't know the sweet without the sour you don't appreciate the good unless you've been through the tough times isn't that weird how you can't have one without the other, the yin, the yin and the yang, the god and the devil. It's like you have to have both, the light side and the dark side, and balance to the force, right? They never say all light side or all dark side, it's balance. And dang it if that ain't true, man. Um, and I feel like if you take it too easy on yourself, and you constantly take the easy road, you're not going to have a deep appreciation for life. You have to take those, those tough roads, that dark path, get through those tough times, get outside your comfort zone and challenge yourself to really appreciate that family time. Look at anyone who's deployed when they come back and they embrace their loved one in tears. Did they realize they loved their family that much or was it being across the planet and having their life threatened for six months straight where they really truly missed their family with all their heart? It's kind of like the time that I broke my heel bone. I stopped running, I stopped exercising. Um, And when I started to get back into it, I broke my heel bone and I was in a cast for six months. I got up to 200 pounds and I was drinking every day, beating myself up, thinking, Josh, why did you ever, ever take running for granted? Running is a beautiful gift. Why did you ever dislike it or, or put it to the wayside? I swear if I ever can run again, if my foot ever heals properly, I will never allow myself to take advantage of exercise again. And so you have to have both. and that, that's kind of what the book showed me. You know, Jesse really loved the time with his family. He loved just relaxing, even if it was for ten minutes because he he was just so challenged that the the smallest little nice thing in his life, you know, felt like times ten. Sometimes less is more. So Jesse Itzler is a millionaire. He owns Zico Coconut Water, he sold it to Coca-Cola, amongst other many entrepreneurial type of things. And he has everything he could have ever wanted. He has multiple properties, tons of stuff, but SEAL, David Goggins, who I would assume is pretty wealthy, you know, he's a, a professional athlete, retired Navy SEAL author or speaker I would assume he's pretty wealthy yet when he travels wherever he goes he he has barely any belongings I'm not even sure where the guy lives obviously he has a house somewhere but when he goes with Jesse everywhere he goes he just has like one outfit a book bag and a few snacks like some vitamins he is a minimalist by nature he packs very light and he uses everything he brings and there's really no clutter in, in David Goggin's life. There's no clutter. It's all simple, basic. He could have all these things, he chooses not to. He removes the clutter and he focuses on just being the best him every single day. And he focuses on his environment and the people around him and his workouts and challenging himself. He doesn't need stuff or things or clout or attention. Um, he doesn't need attention to the point where when Jesse wrote this book, it says living with a seal. That's not David Goggins, that's an actor. He wouldn't even allow his name to be in this book. So could you imagine that? Could you imagine someone being so impressed with you, they invite you to their house for 31 days to test them. That person then writes an entire book about you and then you tell them to take your name out. That is how humble David Goggins is. It's unreal it's uh, in a a day and age where everyone is fighting for attention where attention has become currency for david goggins to remove him from a best-selling book to remove his name is just unbelievable and i think it goes to a testament of, of david he's removed all the clutter he's completely efficient and happy and content with what he has and the people he has in challenging himself and that's it and i thought that was beautiful Here's the part that surprised me the most. Five years later, there's a five years later section in the back of the book. Now, you would expect that Jesse would be killing it in all areas of his life after spending a month with David Goggins day in and day out. And that wasn't the case. Five years later, it left a void in their life. He says, it was like I had a fitness hangover. I completely shut down and I didn't exercise for six weeks. As motivated as I was when he was there, it faded quickly when he left. It might be more appropriate to say it evaporated. It took me a few months to get back on the program. You know, I think we've all been there where we all know how that feels, right? Especially if you're in the military and you have to say goodbye to someone, you know, a partner, a friend, a family member, a girlfriend or boyfriend, Um, to say goodbye uh, being in the military is tough. It's something that we can definitely relate. So I get that feeling like when his partner, David Goggins, left that it left this void in his heart and he stopped working out for six weeks. That part broke my heart because I, it just resonated with me so much. I, I know that feeling. Um, and, and, it's, and it shocked me. I didn't think that Jesse would respond that way. That really, really surprised me. And it really broke my heart. But this is what happens though. This gets kind of cool. I started to hear David Goggins' voice in my ear. It was loud and clear like Obi Wan Kenobi. My Jedi Master was talking to me in my thoughts. I started consistently asking myself, what would SEAL do or WWSD in each situation? I'd hear his voice on long runs. Nah, bro, you can't run with that legs. Whispers in my office burpee test and pretty much an echo all throughout the day. Control your mind, Jesse. I could picture his stone-faced expression in my thoughts. He saw me when I was sleeping, he knew when I was awake. He knew if I'd be bad or good, so you know how the rest of the song goes. It was some straight up Santa Claus talking. Although he wasn't in my house, his presence was still there and many of the life lessons Seal taught me became part of my DNA. They were innate. I understood on a deeper level how SEAL trained my mind as much as my body. With his challenges of jumping in a frozen lake, the steam room episode, and all the madness in between, what we were really doing was just exercising my most important muscle, my brain, specifically my mental toughness muscle. I learned that by constantly doing the things that are hard and making myself uncomfortable, I improved my ability to handle obstacles. I get comfortable being uncomfortable, and that's real mental toughness. So I love that. I love that Jesse, he, he, he turned it around. He, he had that six-week hiatus, and then the lesson sunk in, and, and SEAL became part of his psyche, and, and I love that he was able to, to have that mental breakthrough. Um, and he, he had just one son at the time, Laser, and there's his wife who's the inventor of Spanx, um, but they've had, I think, two or three more kids since then, they had this big family. And so, you know, what a beautiful story. What a beautiful and unique story. The last thing I'm going to do is tell you my favorite parts about David Goggins and Jesse in the story. So I'll start with David Goggins. The first thing I loved about him was his preparedness. Everything he did was methodical and thought out. He kept a journal. He journaled how he was feeling. He journaled his workouts. and Although it seemed spontaneous, it was very methodical. And so preparedness was a big part of David Goggins that I loved. He also sticks to the plan and he sticks to the goal and he completes it no matter what. So if they say they're doing five miles, you know, injury aside, they're going to finish that five miles. It didn't matter if it was 120 degrees, if it was snowing and it was negative 30, it did not matter. That was the goal and they were going to complete it. So like, think about the confidence building there. Think about the times where you set goals and you actually followed through and you completed it. Your confidence is through the roof. On the flip side, when you set those goals and you don't show up for yourself, you hit the snooze button your confidence starts to go down in all areas. Um, I think that if you're a fan of David Goggins in the book, Can't Hurt Me, both books go very, very well together. Uh, Reading all about David Goggins life is what I did first and then I read this book. And so it kind of put a smile on my face because I knew who Seal was as he's called in the book. Um, But you know, I could see it the other way around too if I read this first and I thought this guy was a complete lunatic. And then you read Can't Hurt Me and learn all about David Goggins' life, you'll see why he's a a bit nutty. Um, And that's an understatement. My God, the guy is out of his mind. In a good way. The last thing that I like about David Goggins that I appreciated about him in the book was he leverages his ego in a way that helps him and doesn't hurt him. He looks in the mirror, like if you read Can't Hurt Me, he looks in the mirror and like yells at himself to get himself like pumped up and out the door and running. Um, He's really hard on himself, but like he somehow has leveraged his ego. He, He has the biggest ego of all time, but in a healthy way that motivates him and doesn't hurt others. So like when you hear a big ego, you picture someone whose ego hurts others to benefit themselves. Whereas David has leveraged his ego to not hurt anyone and still help himself. It's a weird concept, but if you read can't hurt me, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. All right. Lastly, we're going to hit Jesse and what I appreciated about Jesse Itzler. I love that he is always pushing even when he doesn't have to. Jesse is wired to keep going. It's part of his DNA like so in the book, You know he's asking for help he's asking for seal to train him but the whole time i was impressed with jesse from the the start of the book to the end i was impressed with jesse and his ability to keep pushing when he doesn't have to he's already rich he doesn't have to come up with another idea or another plan or but he, he always keeps going. He's just wired that way, it energizes him. He never takes the easy route, and, and I loved that about him. The other thing I really love about Jesse is that he thinks big and he takes risks. There's multiple times where he talks about his upbringing and how he became rich with his entrepreneurial mindset, and he took a lot of risks. He pretended to be someone that he wasn't. He bent the rules here and there, At the end of the day, he was going to do whatever it takes to accomplish his goal. And he was taking risks that most people wouldn't take and it paid massive dividends, massive. He just naturally thinks outside the box and he'll go that extra mile using a very creative spin on his approach um, to kind of get ahead of the competition. And he just, he thinks big, he doesn't think small. He might start small, but then as soon as you give this guy an opportunity, he's gonna he's gonna run with it and take off. And I was very inspired and motivated by Jesse's approach to life. Um, very positive, very motiv- motivated, humble family man who never takes the easy road. I love that about him. The whole book from start to finish was great. So I hope you liked the five takeaways of living with a seal and that you appreciated my first ever book review. Hopefully I can get a few more books under my belt this year. There's a few behind me on the table that I'm trying to read. Hopefully I can get through uh, some of these books and create more episodes with you guys, letting you know what I learned from these really unique and inspirational books. All right, y'all. Thanks for spending time with me today. Take care.